Good evening, Facebook. Now, it's a Saturday night, and I'm assuming that if you're not out, and instead you're sat here watching me on a Facebook Live, then you're just as boring as me, sat in someone else's kitchen with a conspicuous bag of, where is it, the peach tea flavoured protein. Sounds terrible, actually amazing. Anyway, then this video is for you because we're discussing bedtime routine. This is one of the keystone habits that has such a high yield, but is something that I, for ages, have struggled to really get into the routine of. Now, consider the opposite. Consider, like, working until your tits are about to fall off and just falling straight into bed and being tense and waking up not feeling refreshed and then repeating and just falling through life, just like, ah, terrible. So instead, we want to have an established cutoff point at the end of the day to start to wind down. Now, the stem of this question actually came from someone saying, when should I stretch? And, uh, you know, before or after my workouts. And my answer is actually, you should stretch before bed because it's the perfect activity to start opening up and moving into your body and uh, to relax into going to sleep. So that is one of the strategies, but I'm going to move on to the slides and go over a bit more of a comprehensive guide for you guys. Now, this is going to be pretty big, so not all of the stuff is necessary. You can take some ideas from it, implement it yourself, maybe even take one or two things, see how it works for you, or you could go for the full Monty do that for a few days and then you can kind of subtract based on what doesn't work for you. So this is the bedtime routine. Can someone just give me a shout in the comments to let me know that you can see this? Right. So we've gone over the why because sometimes you'll go to sleep, your head is buzzing with stuff that's gone on throughout the day, you're lying there wide awake wondering why you were like falling asleep during the day, but then as soon as you're actually in bed, you're not able to go to sleep. It's one of life's cruel, um, cruel things, cruelties. So with this approach, you're going to be achieving deeper sleep and waking up feeling more refreshed. And it is hard to stick to initially, but again, it's going to pay off massively. So you can pick some elements or you can do the full routine. I would recommend just doing everything for a day or two seeing what the difference is, feeling for yourself how um, differently you sleep. And if you're using a sleep tracker, perfect, then you've got some objective data to be able to see before and after as well. So we've got some technology safeguards to begin with. These will, these are kind of, so you've probably heard Johnny talk about treating yourself like a child. And this is just setting up the barriers, like setting up the stabilizers on your bike or those weird railings when you're bowling just to really make sure that you idiot-proof yourself in those moments of weakness. First technology safeguard is Flux. Now, you've probably heard of this. If not, go and download it. I think it's getflux.com. You can download it for Mac or uh, PC. I was like, what's the other computer called? So what that does is it takes out the blue lighting in your screen at sundown based on your location. What that does is, so blue lighting is purported to reduce your melatonin output which is your natural circadian sleep hormone. So by doing that, it means that if, we're, if we've if we got screen time at night, we're not just keeping ourselves awake 
for longer than we need to. And having blue light up until bed, particularly if you're the kind of person that sits with your laptop on your chest in bed until you're dropping off to sleep, that's going to be disrupting your sleep for the following six to seven hours. Set a do not disturb mode on your phone. Um, I schedule this in. So if you use an iPhone, you can actually schedule in a daily time where do not disturb mode kicks in. And that's where no notifications can get through to you. Better still, you can go um, nuclear and just disable all notifications on your phone permanently, which is what I do. And it is so liberating. But what you can do, let's say you go to bed at 10 p.m. Set do not disturb mode for 8.30 or 9 p.m. until 9 a.m. the next day. Quite often we'll get a text or a phone call or something that stresses us out and or a work email and it doesn't need to be dealt with on that day or at that time but it opens a loop in your head and just keeps you feeling stressed for the rest of the evening. Flux is now or the equivalent is now available on iPhones and probably on Android as well. So this is night mode and it does exactly the same thing and you can see the difference here left to right taking out the the blue hues and giving you this kind of annoying orange tinge, but at least uh, it does something to spare excess blue light in the evenings. If you're a real dweeb as well, you can get those red glasses and just wear them in the evenings, but um, I can't bring myself to do that, unfortunately. Next, there's this website called sleepcalculator.com, and it just helps you to figure out when you should go to bed and it accounts for say 10 or 20 minutes to actually fall asleep and when you want to wake up so that it works out how many sleep cycles you'll go through and allows you to wake up at the top of a sleep cycle rather than in the middle of it. There's a few other ways you can do this. If you have any kind of fitness tracker, Fitbit, something like that, that will help you to um, detect when you're most mobile and the lightest stage of your sleep cycle and wake you up at that time. Or if you have the sleep cycle alarm app on your phone, that'll do the same thing. You can place it under your pillow and it uses the accelerometer to detect when you're moving and wakes you up within a kind of half an hour window where you're at your lightest stage of sleep. So you're not just like, oh, feeling terrible. Um, And there is also a microphone option as well if you don't want to put your phone under your pillow so you can just place it next to you on a desk or something and it'll still pick that up with some degree of accuracy. Okay, let me know if you have any questions so far. MP3 audiobook player. This is a phenomenal app that you can use to play like a progressive muscle relaxation uh, audio which is something that we got from Kit Lachlan. He's got a huge repository of audios that he's recorded there. I listened to one that's specifically for back pain, but there's there's loads. You can place that on the app and then set a sleep timer. So you just press play and it automatically turns off at the end of the audio. And it's designed to sort of lull you into top to toe muscle relaxation. So you're not sleeping tense and not getting the most out of your sleep. Finally, there's bedtime alarm for your iPhone as well. Can you tell I use an iPhone? So here you can set Um, whoever's done this has been sleeping for 11 hours, lucky person, but um, you can set your bedtime alarm. When that happens, a little lullaby plays and you're like, okay, it's time to start my bedtime routine. Okay, T minus two hours. So let's say you're going to bed at 11 p.m. 
Now it's 9pm, we want to stop drinking water at this time. Screens off, or even better, phone in another room. So this is just, again, treating yourself like a child, the best way to just fully eliminate temptation, rather than suddenly flash forward four hours and you're finding that you're still scrolling the news feed and you've not you've not really done anything productive and you're like, well, I should have just gone to bed two hours ago. If the phone's in another room, that is not a possibility. Spend five minutes scheduling out the tasks that you need to do for the next day. Again, this comes back to the David Allen getting things done idea of open loops in your head. If we can just take everything that needs to be done and just physically write it down and schedule it out, it's out of your head and it's onto some kind of actionable format that you can deal with in the morning. If it's stuff that needs to be dealt with tonight, then deal with it tonight, but otherwise don't just let it spin round in your head. This is also a good time to have 50 grams of simple or starchy carbs. So some bread, some crackers, something like that. So that's two hours away from your sleep time. Next we've got T minus 60 minutes. This is a good chance to do five to 10 minutes of something physical that's washing up or tidying. And this is just, again, to start getting into your body, preferably not like digital tidying. It should really be something that's something that's monotonous, repetitive and physical. Also a good time to have sex or equivalent and a hot shower, uh, maybe even at the same time. So a hot shower, rather than having the kind of Wim Hof style cold showers, um, which will ramp up your adrenaline and definitely wake you up, regardless of whatever you've heard about going into hibernation mode and stuff, that is nonsense. Melatonin. This is something that I use occasionally, but I can't really recommend you to, to do it. Um, it's legal in the UK, but you do have to import it. Uh, generally, it's something that I'd recommend you read up on and make your own decision on whether to use melatonin, but it's not something you should use all the time. One milligram twice a week is the most that I'll use this. And that's because you can build up tolerance and withdrawal to melatonin and also to some of the other sleep supplements, particularly pH GABA uh, or Phenibut it's called. So be aware of that stuff. Don't be like my brother who developed like a clinical addiction to teenage Z12 and was like um, pulling his hair out trying to... Well, he hasn't got any hair. He's bald. Uh, but would be pulling his hair out about running out. So don't go down that route. Use that stuff sparingly, particularly if you work night shifts or something. Melatonin is a great way to reset your sleep cycle, but not to just pound it every day. Neurochill is a supplement from mindnutrition.com. I've used this occasionally. It's fantastic. I've run out at the minute, but it's got those three ingredients. Worth looking them up on examine.com. Great resource for this stuff. They're all pretty benign and they do give you this wonderful sense of like your jaw relaxing and just being dropped into the into like a deep pool when you go to sleep. And so so it's a cortisol modulator effectively and um, it's just lovely. So that's another thing that you can check out. Again, I don't know about any kind of tolerance or withdrawal effects from it, but it's always good to be prudent with this stuff and not just pound it every day. Okay, so that's T minus 60 minutes from going to bed. Next we have T minus 30. So we've got our bedtime alarm that's been set off. So you've hopefully set that on your iPhone or, or Android or whatever. Next we have the box. The box is 
a favorite exercise of mine. And this is basically a brain dump. Anything that you need to do practically or that you need to just get out of your head and onto paper, put it into the box. And you can just visualize that you have a box in front of you and any of these looping thoughts that are going through your head, just put them in the box. They can be dealt with tomorrow. Any kind of emotional worries, any kind of stuff that you need to deal with at work the next day, whatever it is, it goes in the box. And just the act of doing that and having like a physical reference point um, will really help to just unload some of that in time for sleep. And you will notice a concomitant effect on your body too. So speaking of the body and the reason that this uh, question came about, stretching. Stretching is a great kind of yin activity to do before you go to bed. And I would recommend rather than having a complex routine, just pick three stretches. Everyone knows what their tight muscle groups are. For me, it's pec minor, neck, shoulders. For others, it's hamstrings, glutes, hip flexors, whatever it is, pick three and hold it for 21 breaths. Focus more on the breath than the stretch and feeling your edge with this stuff. The reason that we're focusing on breaths is one, your state of relaxation is connected to your breath so um, so intimately, but also we, if we just set a timer, if we set like a 60 second timer or whatever, you're going to be tensing up like a bastard looking at the timer and holding on and you're not going to be relieving any tension and stretching and flexibility is all about controlled relaxation and actually the relaxation response is way more important than any kind of um, physical or sort of tissue-based changes in the muscle when it comes to improving your flexibility and just opening up into a stretch. It's about overcoming the apprehension and the fear response. And if you're interested in more of this stuff, check out the interview with this guy, Kit Lachlan. Uh, I think it's propanefitness.com forward slash Kit Lachlan. So, um, or just search it in the search bar phenomenal podcast i think it's the best one that we've done so far so definitely check that out jaw this is a common place that people store tension and if you've ever found that you've bitten your gums on the side or the side of your tongue you're probably holding tension in your jaw so open your mouth pull your fingers down on the bottom row of your teeth gently hold that for a few seconds until you find things start to open up and then very gently with say 20 percent of your of your force contract against your fingers hold that for seven seconds and then breathe out and relax further be quite careful with your jaw don't apply way too much um, pressure on this or too much force just allow it to hang low you don't want to dislocate your jaw before bed otherwise that's going to ruin your bedtime routine and you're spending the next few hours in a and e by the way thanks for the messages from people about my trip to a and e Interestingly, I got more messages about being on a tractor in short shorts than I did being in hospital. So I guess that shows you how the internet works. Neck. This is a lovely stretch for the front side of your neck, your scalenes, your traps, and um, your upper chest as well. So turning one head away, turning one head, you only have one head, turning your head away to the left and stretching out. You can use a cupboard or a door or something to press against as well. Same thing. Hold for 21 breaths. Pec minor, lovely door stretch that you can do if you have a door that narrow, otherwise do one arm at a time. And then this is a lovely one for traps as well. So if you're stretching your right trapezius, right hand down with your palm stretched out like that, turn your head to the right 
and tilt it to the left. And when you do that, try and extend this distance between your the your earlobe and your shoulder, basically, and make that as wide as possible. And you will start to feel a very deep stretch that goes all the way from the root, so just at your occiput, all the way down to your wrist. And it is a delightful stretch. Audiobooks. So have a listen to a fiction audiobook if you can, or something that's not too action oriented or um, I mean don't listen to a book about marketing or something because that's just going to get your head spinning something that you can sort of switch off your brain to and or even a podcast something like that that you can listen to while you're stretching um, or even some music or use it as a chance to to watch tv something like that finally zma or magnesium spray magnesium does have this kind of soporific effect and you can spray it onto tight muscles and rub it in or take ZMA. To be honest, so my protein do zinc and magnesium, which is the same thing. Just one is um, some kind of proprietary patented blend and the other one isn't, but one's twice the price and the same effectively. So just go for a cheap, unbranded, generic version and you will be fine. If you are deficient in zinc or magnesium, you will also be deficient in testosterone. So a good measure of whether this is doing much for you is, do you get morning wood every morning? If not, and then you take ZMA, does that give you morning wood? Um, Very crude measure, but if it works, it works. All right, any questions so far? Catherine... (laughs) Catherine Walls says... Nice accent, how to look like a tit, yes. <laughs> so T minus 15 minutes. Progressive muscle relaxation. So check out stretchtherapy.net forward slash relaxation scripts, or you can download Pizzes or Pizzes, however you say that. Um, that's got a few lovely customizable voices with uh, some soundscapes and things that you can listen to either with headphones or just with your phone speaker. So you can set that and also set a sleep timer as well so your phone doesn't just play it on loop or anything and then it drifts off into silence as you do as well. Okay, so that's the overview of what you can do, some of the options for T minus two hours all the way up to T minus 15 minutes before you go to sleep. A couple of other considerations just before we end this. Sleep environment. We want to make sure that you've got a cold room Uh, or at least not this, like, huge, monstrous quilt that makes you sweat. Uh, We can go into a deeper stage of our sleep if we're slightly colder, so um, obviously not so cold that you can't fall asleep. Uh, Eye mask, fantastic if you don't have blackout blinds. You can get some nice ones online. I think the one I picked up from Amazon was £12 and it's got a nice kind of convex shape around your eyes so it doesn't, it's not irritating to your face. I'm the kind of active sleeper that will just ping it off in the middle of the night and find it across the room in the morning. So, you know, depending on, on how restless you are, you may or may not work for you compared to just having full blackout blinds. But it's a much cheaper alternative. Earplugs, especially great if you live with rowdy people or if you've got noisy neighbours. A great tip that I learned with kind of cheap foamy earplugs. And this is life-changing. I've never thought I'd be sitting here excited about earplugs on a live stream. But with, you know, the foam ones that you get on a plane or something, twist it up and then 
with one hand pull your ear up like that and then quickly push it in before it expands and it will just fill out and completely block off the sound way better than just trying to stuff it in stuffing it in cold is never a good idea so stop caffeine by 5 p.m or if you're me and you're super sensitive to caffeine stop by midday um, definitely something that because it's got a 10 hour half-life that means that say seven or ten hours later you'll still have half the concentration of caffeine in your bloodstream as you did when you just after you drank it so it will have a long-term effect on or it, it it will have a lasting effect on your sleep quality anyway i'm going to include the cheat sheet with the links and all of the resources here so i'll add that as a pdf and include it in the comments of this video and if you do have any questions let me know before I finish this. Otherwise, check out the article Becoming the Ultimate Sleep Warrior on the website and that covers a few more, um, a few more ideas in depth and also a really nice TED talk on the importance of sleep and its relation to psychosis, which is really interesting, and the formation of memories, the cleansing of your cerebrospinal fluid, really interesting stuff there. Finally, a morning routine list. One of the topics, one of the tips that's covered in that article is trying to minimize the amount of faff time in the morning in your kind of um, pre-work routine, for example. This is so that you can spend the most time in bed, simply. And if you have a list of stuff that you need to get done in your morning routine, you're much less likely to be faffing around and you can then snooze into the latest point and then have a bit more of a, a, bit more of a lie-in, even if it's five or ten minutes. Um, every little helps at that time, as uh, as we've all felt. Okay, so that's the bedtime routine for today. Um, just a quick recap. This is to stop your head buzzing when you go to sleep, allow your body to relax and allow you to get deeper sleep, recover better and wake up feeling fresher. These are the technology safeguards that you need in place. So flux, do not disturb mode, night mode on your phone. Find out when you should go to bed or when you should wake up. You can use a Fitbit, Sleep Cycle or sleepcalculator.com. MP3 audiobook player, free app for iPhone, and maybe there's an equivalent one for Android, and use your bedtime alarm. T minus two hours, stop drinking water, turn off your screens, put your phone in another room. There we go, my flux is just kicking in now. Have 50 grams of starchy carbs and schedule out some tasks for the next day. 60 minutes before going to bed, sex or equivalent, hot shower, melatonin, neurochill. 30 minutes before the box, do the box and pick three stretches, 21 breaths, contract, relax method, breathe into the areas of your body that feel tight. Do that while either watching a TV program, listening to a fiction audio book or a podcast, preferably the Propane Fitness podcast. Although actually, maybe not because if it's something that's too actionable, it might just send your head spinning. Although a lot of the Propane Fitness podcasts are pretty, uh, pretty relaxed, <laughs> I think. T minus 15 minutes, Get on one of the progressive muscle relaxation audios you can download them on those two websites and i'll include the pdf and make sure that your sleep environment is in check as well okay catherine walls <laughs> catherine says can you read me a bedtime story your voice is so soothing I'm glad to hear that catherine i will definitely read you a bedtime story just um give me a call and um, and a story I'll read one out to you. I've got nosy neighbours and I was thinking duct tape for them. Yeah, that's always a good idea as well. 
duct taping up your neighbor's mouth. I'm, I'm sure there's no legal ramifications of that either, so probably fine. Cool. I hope that was helpful, guys, and I will be back tomorrow morning, so just over 12 hours' time, with a little chat about meal plans as well. So tune in for that, 10 a.m. tomorrow, and otherwise have a great, boring evening in. Try some of these bedtime routine ideas tonight and let me know how you get on in the comments. All right, speak to you all soon.